See if we can get Tech Daddy chuckling. I think he's psyching himself up. I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to tell me when. when oh, whenever you, whenever it's up to you. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, everybody, you quiet. Thanks for tuning in to the Modders Inc. 14th edition podcast. We kind of ditched ourselves in the 13th because the 13th was unlucky. <laughs> uh, we're joined on the podcast today with Hey Vic. Hey. We got Tony out there. Hello. Dwayne hanging off on the side over in the desert. Yo, yo, hanging. And then you got me, Craig. We're here talking about all sorts of technical jargon and neat industry trends and hope that you guys enjoy the show. Well, I actually saw one of these in person over at Fry's the other day. Obsidian? Yeah, that that is one big freaking case. Oh, it's huge. I could not believe how big it was. Uh, I mean, really, as big as it is, you really don't have any more room than you do with the standard Mentor. And there was a lot more on there that was plastic than I thought that would be. I guess, well, I, no, I guess they have problems with the... Excuse All right. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry, I couldn't get the headphones off. Is that the Ford <laughs> that, trying to come out of you? It's like swallowing a frog or something. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> a frog was going, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> I guess they've been having some quality issues with some of the some of the components on it. A lot of them been getting broken feet during shipping. They're cheap plastic feet, weren't they? No, no, they're aluminum. Oh, it looked feet. plastic to me. No, the feet are aluminum, oh. and they're actually uh, I think the the left and the right feet are tied together with a bracket. Yeah. Which I mean I don't I I can understand that if if they're getting too much weight on them and they're breaking so be it. But I didn't have any problems with the ones on the one I had and. I guess this all started coming about right after I dropped it, this off to Mike. But then the uh, a couple of the guys have been posting in the forums saying that they have broke the hinges on the door for the uh, hot swap base. Hmm. It's like they need to be metal and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, the door opens super easy. It's spring-loaded. Yeah. And the only way you can literally friggin' break them pins is if you put too much weight pulling down on the door when it's open or if you actually try to force it open too far. But, I mean, if you actually took the stock case, that door will open, like, I'm going to guesstimate probably 130 to 140 degrees. Oh, wow. So it opens well past, you know, 90 degrees. Yeah, so well you can past get the drives in and out without no problem. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know how they're breaking them. The only thing I can think is they try to pick it up and move it and, and leave the door open or something, and they catch it with a shirt or something. Yeah. They just leave it open when they're walking by and catch it. I got a bad habit of leaving the front door open on mine. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, they lit, literally would have to force it open further than what it goes, and like I said, it's got a pretty wide angle once it comes open. Hmm. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Give <laughs> for a picture of the feet, but I'm pretty sure that they're all basically three feet. But I guess they've been snapping off at the screws, right in line with the screws. And I was like snapping the screws off. Okay, I can under- no no, actually snapping the feet in half at the screw. Hmm. Like, Damn. So there's an embedded screw in the bottom of this thing. You got one screw hole that goes through the center of it and bolts it down on each side. Okay. I'll have a picture here in a minute as soon as I can find it. Let's skim through all of them. It said the obsidian feet fasteners are located beneath the rubber inserts. Yeah, I see a picture. There's one of the rear. Looks like it'd be kind of hard to break off. No, I don't. I don't remember on the front. I'm gonna have to keep looking to see if I get the front. But I mean, there's. I mean, they're aluminum. And the reason, I guess the reason they've been breaking during shipment was, is because they're getting kind of mishandled a little bit. I was like, well, if you look at my, cause I, you know, this is after I got back from dropping it off to Mike. I said, Mike, I said, if you look at the, the foam packing in that, for that case, 
you can actually see where the foam had been broken out around the front foot. So there might be some reasoning behind that there. Mm-hmm. Either they're either the the case is getting put into the foam incorrectly, or the foam was not designed properly to handle the shifting of the case. Yeah, it's just kind of like, well, it's like any other fucking thing. You know, you get you get a box in from EPS and wonder why the sun bitch is caved in on one side. But, uh, yeah, overall, it's it's a huge fucking case. Yeah, I, I thought it looked pretty cool, but I was really struck back by the size of it. Probably the biggest drawback I had with it is when I went to take the front panel apart and noticed that the very top edge that meets up with the top of the case was a, an additional piece that was double-sided taped on. Wow. That kind of put me off. Because well, even, you know, I... When I took it off and, and painted it and then go to put it all back together, of course, you know, my double-sided tape, no matter what I bought, isn't as thin as the shit they had, so it sticks up a little higher than it should. But Yeah, but did you have a production model or pre-production? Maybe there was something Mine different. was a pre-production. Just, they made the front panel out of, you know, like one extruded piece of aluminum and then left the bottom open so you could put your hand up in there and pull the front off, and they just capped the top off. Vic and I was talking about that earlier, and you know, I wouldn't mind getting another one and playing with it. Well, in the iPad, just a fucking glorified fucking Wii. Oh, well, no, but it's, it's all it is is just a giant iPhone. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. It's just a giant iPhone. I mean... iPhone without the phone option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. It's kind of like that HP, what is it called? Q-Pack? What's that thing called? The iPack? Yeah, iPack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically all it is, isn't it? Yep. Just got a little more features. Yep, it's got a touchscreen, typing keyboard. Yeah, ooh. You know, for 150 bucks, you can have it attached to a 3G network and take it everywhere, or you can just buy it for Wi-Fi and have it cheaper and you know, browse the web, be in color. It'll be an ebook reader. They send you a magnifying glass with it so you can see your web pages and feel things. <laughs> Actually, there's a magnifier built into it, I think. If I remember seeing it, just if I remember seeing it demoed properly. I don't see how these people, you know, you're talking about texting and all this stuff. I don't see how they do it. They don't. Talking about texting on phones? Yep. You can't read the text on your phone? Oh, yeah, I can read it. But, I, you know, if I had to sit there on a little bitty tiny screen and type in a sentence, I mean, damn. What the hell did he just say? <laughs> I know they say all you got to do is put in like two letters of each word, and you know you still read it. But oh well, you know, oh crap! On the uh, on the BlackBerry Pearls, which was their their phone shaped BlackBerry rim type of device, uh, it had predictive text where you'd start typing, and it would predict what you were going to type. Really? And if you really honestly had to pay attention to what you were typing on yeah, that phone. Yeah, no shit. Because <laughs> I cussed out my boss once. He said it back going, I know you didn't mean to call me that. I'm like, oh, good night. I'm sorry. That was the phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, yeah, keep blaming uh, on the phone, buddy. Yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be a bad bad situation for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was my boss. I'm sorry. He's the one that fired you. <laughs> it, no, it was my phone that fired you. It wasn't me. <laughs> There you go. Are you guys interested in Tron 2 at all? Or Tron Legacy, as they're calling it? Mm-mm. Oh, I haven't no? heard about it. You haven't heard about it? Oh, come on. You, you've heard about it, because Tech was talking about it a couple of times. Dude. I know of Tron. A Tron. He's a Tron fanatic. I'm a Tron freak. I never watched it, so oh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've watched the movies, but there's there something else going on about it. A new movie, isn't it, Tech? Yeah. Tron Legacy coming out in... Um, oh. 
it'll be out in December 2010, so a year from last month. Really? Ten months ago? Ten, ten months from now? Yeah. Tron Legacy. Can't wait for that. Jeff Bridges is going to be in it? Yep. Really? Yep. <laughs> he's in it. Matter of fact, he's in it twice. Oh, okay. they, did some, they did some really neat digital stuff that got him in it, you know, as the current old-aged Jeff Bridges. Uh-huh. And then they have him playing himself back, you know, 20 years ago. Oh wow! You know, as one of the uh, as one of the constructs, as one of the programs, which is pretty so cool. It definitely takes some video editing. Yeah, there's a, there's some really neat tricks from what I understand they're working on on that. Some great facial mapping and stuff like that. I'll probably watch it when it hits the web. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be two weeks before the release. Yeah, yeah maybe three or four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably already out. No, 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 no. They hadn't, they hadn't even finished special effects on it yet. No. I don't know. Didn't the uh, the last Wolverine one? Get leaked early? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It got leaked a couple months early. Yeah. I watched the battle scene in it where they, where they were standing on that. Oh, God, I don't know you've got what those are standing on. Silo reactor. Yeah, that's kind of it's like a silo reactor type deal mm-hmm. thing. Cooling curve it, reactor. It, it didn't even have sides on it. <laughs> they were yeah. standing on this gray thing. Wow. And then the yeah, one they I actually watched. They not release anything anymore at any time. Yep. Uh, oh, wait, they didn't release us and they stole it. Now we know. Now we know Vic watches those bad movies. <laughs> Vic told on himself. Two days. I have an eye patch too. No, I'm a pirate. Arr. I didn't say that. Arr. Arr, I'm, a, I'm a pirate. Do you guys game at all? No, no. Are we gay at all? Game. What? Oh, game. You game more than you game. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I haven't been gaming in a while. <laughs> a little bit. Have you I guys? I think played? I got everybody beat. Have you guys yeah. got Mass Effect? Telling you, if you're if if you like role playing games, nope, that is just a awesome, awesome game. I think you hit a negative right there for the other three parties uh-huh. in this room. Yep, I am. It, it, Mass, really, the, Mass, Mass Effect Two is coming out, right? Mass you Mass said role playing, not yeah, that kind not, of role playing. I, I, oh. I was gonna perk pick up. Yeah, I don't know. You might be able to put a dress on Vic if somebody would model it for you. No, I can uh, imagine just that little pink dress and the other thing Vic was thinking about oh, popped nope. into his head. Yep. No, nope. oh, I wasn't what I was thinking about. I was thinking about. Never mind. <laughs> I, no, I, I strictly play first-person shooters. Okay. I never got any any of the role-playing games or the wilds or anything like that. I played Diablo two and I got lost somewhere for like two days in the swamp and I said screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Never played. Never, never went back and played one of those games again. You're still in the swamp somewhere, aren't you? I, it still is. That guy is still in there somewhere. Somewhere, twiddling his thumbs. Yeah, going get the hell out of here. Exactly. No, but yeah, you're right. Mass Effect Two came out two days ago, and it's reach. It's getting a lot, lot, lot of critical acclaim. I'm looking forward to getting it and playing it. Just seeing if you guys are interested in it. What the hell? What, I was watching some program the other night, and they came on a commercial, and it was like a two-minute commercial for this thing. Yeah. And it looked more like a movie than anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's the way the game plays. Oh, wow. That's not cutscene. That's in-game rendering. I mean, what you I see there is they, 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 t- they take the engine, and they create the cutscenes. But that's the way you play. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing game. Nice. Maybe I'll have to uh, acquire it. Yeah, well, I mean, the original Mass Effect was a great game, and I just got finished playing that about a week ago. I thought Tick just said he was going to buy us all again. I, I heard that. I, I, yeah, I thought, I thought they said he thought, he, you know, when it came out, he'd say, if we was all interested in it, get us some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we could review it. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> Smoking. 
Detect. Tobacco's in your eyes. You're in trouble, man. I know. I'm so screwed. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't, want, I, didn't, I didn't want you to feel like you didn't even get kissed. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, I can feel both of your hands on my shoulders. No, 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 no. no. His, Vic's trying to tell you his hands aren't on your shoulders. Ah, ha, ha. Mm. I swallowed my Mountain Dew the wrong way that time. Don't say stuff like that. Working on any mods, Chuck? Uh, working on that Asus mod. <laughs> I thought that thing had been done by now. No. I mean, that, that, that whole ordeal. The contest is done. Yeah. It's over and done with. I didn't finish the mod. There's no way I could finish the mod. I talked to them about that up there. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, and they realized that that was a pretty good food bar on their side. Yeah, put it right there at Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. They like to turn out, and they like to wait. Um, they do realize that there definitely wasn't not a, not enough time and and bad timing about it. Yeah. So, I, so I, what I did they get, end up doing? Well, I kind of get the feeling that they're going to probably do it again. I really do. But a little better planned out. You know, you know what our... I got to thinking about this stuff. I don't know if you caught the post in my log where I was talking about how I booted the machine up with the flash drive before I even installed the operating system. Mm-hmm. And it came up, you know, it was a Windows XP load, and it was a uh, uh, it was a professional gaming league, some sort of PGL load. I mean, it had you know, Counter Strike and StarCraft. You know, it had certain games that were already on it. The operating system was pre-configured. And it identified everything that was already, I mean, it didn't have to re-identify anything on the board. It didn't have to re-identify drivers for the video card, nothing. It just, and then I got to thinking, here's 20 people that just got basically a performance kit. And I'm willing to bet that this was all previously used hardware that was shipped around for professional gaming tournaments. Oh. And they were retiring it, and instead of just getting rid of it, they put everything into a, you know, they basically took each machine, boxed it, and then gave it to 20 people to see what they could do with it. I bet you that's what they did. Did yeah. not think about that. Yeah, but that's a good idea anyway, though. I mean, why mm-hmm. not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at how many, hell, even at the QuakeCons and the, the Envision event, look at how many rigs they had pre-built there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Damn. so what do they do with that hardware? I mean, it's used. You can't resell it for new. Right. So I think that's what I think that's what Asus had done. These were all their gaming league rigs, and they just boxed everything together, and then found twenty people that they wanted to give it to. Makes sense. Yeah. Boy, you just gave me a great idea. Uh oh. What's your idea? Wouldn't that be a great thing to, to team up with? Oh yeah. Well, build them. No. Supply them. If they're going to do that again, <laughs> I mean, I, I talked to them. I said, look, you guys did great, and we just did a, a similar kind of thing with Nvidia. I said, this is something that we should build upon more. But yeah, I mean, if if they do that, they were because what really got me about the whole thing was like, oh my god, you're giving all this shit away. Uh huh. I mean, that was a lot of stuff. It was. Just make sure you include staff. I mean, come on. And they weren't really asking for anything back. Like, okay, if you don't complete it, you have to send it back. It was like, okay, it's gone. It's out of yeah. our hands. Yeehaw. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's why I think they were kind of loose with it because they had already gotten their use out of it and now they were just trying to get one last hurrah out of the hardware right and i mean they got a whole lot of publicity you know from effectively you know hardware that's been out there six months or a year or however long i don't know how long it had been but that's my theory and it seems like it matches what was given to us well 
Uh, it ain't that oh, old. That's, that's the P fifty five board, right? That's true. It's not. It, it's not. That was just when this started. That was right close to its release. Yeah. So it couldn't have been all of it. Couldn't have been part of it. But I mean, you know, the other components might have been. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be exactly like like Craig said though. Once you open it, you put something in it, you start it up. It's no longer new. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying. So what, what the are P55, they going to do with it? Yeah. With it being a P fifty five, I don't. I, it wasn't I don't recall any old. big events, any big events that they could have already been pre-used in. I yeah. mean, the board's that new. Yeah. Oh, I could be surprised. I don't know. We'd have to go. But if you went back and seen if there was a, a big LAN event or something somewhere, there might have been one. Unless they, unless they were all pre, you know, pre-release yet, which I mean could be easily done. Everybody does pre-release stuff. I don't know. No, well, I mean, like you said, though, you know, it's more than likely got a little something to do with it because once they use it once for the event, you know, that's that's the write-off right there. They're gonna break even. Yeah. But I've never, I've never really thought about what happens to them when they go back. Because I can envision what they have. They had all the Intel builds with. Uh, oh, they got the Cooler Master cases and the Intels and the Nvidia cards and, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think there are? Probably forty, fifty of them sitting there. Mm-hmm. Well, Envision had almost a hundred, I thought. Between the two areas. Well, I wouldn't mind taking one. Go ahead, send one. <laughs> uh, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll get that done. Oh, uh, you remember, uh, remember Kate, my friend from, uh, QuakeCon that huh. showed up at, the, she's starting to build her machine, her first mod. Is she really? Mm-hmm. She's over here. She's been over here a couple times to the house, and I've taught her how to, you know, break down the machine and pop out the rivets. And uh, she even taught me a, a different technique of uh, dremeling. I was I was doing it. I was making it a little bit more difficult and less smooth. And she thought of a different way of of uh, uh, holding the holding the dremel so that the curves were smoother. Wow. And I was like, Shh, thank you. I was like, because I did half the hole and then she did the other half and hers came out much better and I was just watching her on the first quarter of it and I was like, son of a bitch, that's a better way of doing it. Uh, 45 degree angle? Uh, what, I have a, uh, I have a, a three foot flexible shaft yeah. attachment and I hang my Dremel up next to my head. That's how I do mine. Yeah. And what she does is she, she was holding it about uh, about four or five inches back from the from the reinforced disc, and then using that as her center, and she was just using she, she it was like she pinned this. Uh, yeah, used one of her fingers for a pivot point. And exactly, just and, then, and then she, yeah, and then she moved the back end of it so that it moved in a smooth arc. Right along where that finger pivot was. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me to do it that way. I've been doing it a different way all this time. Well, when I do my straight lines, I always, always when I grab my my flex shaft, mm-hmm. I'll grab it and have my pinky or my next finger hanging down so it catches the edges of the case. Oh yeah, okay. I as, just do a straight line in one sweep. Right, as a guide like that, yeah. But as for making curves, I've never. I, it didn't even occur to me to center or or to to use a common point and just turn on that point. I've always done it, you know. By chop, 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 chop. Yeah, bring it, bring, 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 and then file it back. That's sort of like it's the same technique as using one of the little old. I don't know if y'all have seen them or not. The uh, roto zips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have a an, a device. It's a it's a circle cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it. And that's basically the same 
same thing. Exactly. The same basic premise right there. That is precisely it. No, it was, it was kind of funny because I spent, uh, we, we were trying to, she, the, the case that she has is an old case. You know, it's all 80 millimeter fans. And so what we're doing is we were taking out one of the rear fans, uh, cause there was space for a 120 back there. So we, you know, I showed her how to, using the fan grill trick to, to, to plot out where the holes are, find the center where we're going to put the, the fan at, you know, this is where the four holes are going to be. This is the center, knock a hole out. And then I was going to take my hole saw to it. No, uh-uh, not happening. This, the way the steel was cut and the way the mesh was cut, it just, uh, my, my whole saw jumped all over the place. And bite I was, and chug, bite oh, and chug. Oh, yeah. And it was just, it, it wouldn't stay in the right place. It was skipping all over the place. It's like crap. So I put it up on my, uh, put it up on my, on my, uh, drill press. I was going to punch it through with that. <laughs> and it tore the chuck off of my drill press. <laughs> I, I've never, you know, the years of using this thing, I've never seen it do that. I mean, just, it just smooth, just poop, just popped it right off the end of the end. You're just right there. I lifted up the little piston. It went right back up and the drill bit, the chuck stayed right down. I'm like, oh, hell, took it, <laughs> pulled it apart. And Kate's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was well, like, you you got to start and think of just how much of a bite them great big hole saws have. Exactly, exactly. So I looked. I said, "Okay, look, we're just going to do this old school." I grabbed my Dremel and I attached it to the to the the workmate that I had in the middle of the garage. And I showed her how to. I told her what to think about whenever she's Dremeling, and you know how to respect the tool, and if it starts to chatter or bite or pull, what she needs to do, and you know, because this you know thirty thousand RPM will tear a hole pretty quick. You know, you got to respect the tool and. I did half the hole, and she watched me, and then I handed it to her, and she took care of the other half of it. And damn, but she didn't teach me something. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was like watching them videos where guys are using a little three-eighths drill with a 120 hole saw, uh-huh. and then they wonder why why it goes flying out of their hand when it kind of gets down to the last bit. <laughs> oh, oh. It's like, dude. <laughs> I seen one the other night. I was telling you about it, Dwayne. Like one of the guys in the comments says, "This is a great how-to on how not to do a 120 blowhole." Oh yeah, I watched that video. I'd love to put that on the site just for fun. It's just a laugh, actually. Where was it? Uh, you, uh, YouTube. Yeah, something on YouTube. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. <laughs> no, I. Uh, oh, I found a. I found another LED supplier. Oh. Yeah, middle middle of the nation in Oklahoma. Uh, it's, it's, it's a place called uh, Unique LEDs, hmm. and they have a really good supply of LEDs, and they're reasonably priced. And uh, I, I just ordered just I ordered like you know thirty uh, white frosted LEDs from them, thirty crystal clear eleven thousand millicandle. Those those buggers are bright. How many? Uh, ordered eleven thousand. Eleven thousand millicandle. Those things are bright. They actually I think they have a fifteen k. Wow. As well, but I mean this this eleven thousand, I put it at uh, fifteen milliamps. Ah, oh, I had a blue spot in my retinas for like half a day. Wow. <laughs> He's art welding. Yeah, I'm serious. I have this little I have this little LED tester that I got from Taiwan, and it's got this it's got this stepping milliamp, uh, uh, little box in it where you can take an LED and you know just put the cathode and the anode in the right slots, and you know five milliamps, ten milliamps, fifteen. You know you can step it all the way up. And so I always drop it in at 10 and 15 if I can't remember which what the milliamp is, just to see if it'll start. 
And I was looking right down the barrel of that thing whenever I hit the button because I wasn't expecting it to be that bright. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Pulled the little LED out, stumbled around the garage for a minute. Kate's like, what, what, what? I'm looking at her, and she's like this Indian lady, except she's got a blue dot on her instead of the red dot on her forehead. And I'm looking at her, I'm just blinking, going, oh, dude, ow. <laughs> oh, that's just not right. <laughs> but, yeah, they've got a – but, I mean, oh, they have a – they have a size of LED that I'd never seen before, uh, 1.8 millimeter. Holy schmoly! It's it's little tiny. I bought I bought like 10 or 15 of them just to experiment with them. They came in white. I think they come in a couple of other colors too, but I'm gonna try and use them for some of my uh, smaller areas where I'm trying to backlight the ASUS logo, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna see if I can twist them and get multiples in where I would normally only be able to fit one LED. But they're little tiny on the top, little tiny, and they got the standard legs that come out the bottom. Oh, I see that. Yeah, one um, thirty-eight cents a piece. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, and they're. It, I mean, every one of them I've tried so far has worked. I mean, they're not bad quality, and the ones that they say are bright are bright. Good lord, they're bright. I found out about this place from uh, uh, when I was over at Jab Tech. Uh, a little modding supply shop that I buy a lot of stuff from. They're out of Oklahoma as well. And I noticed that Jabtech had started stocking LEDs, and they had this little link that says, "These, if you need a wider selection of LEDs, go here. And I went there, and it's unique LEDs, and it was in Oklahoma. And I was like, son of a gun. I mean, they have the flexible strip LEDs. They have the rigid strip piranha lights that I, that I got from Taiwan last time. I mean, they've got everything. I could save them under my modding supply places. I'm intrigued about these uh, uh, these accessory cables. I, I honestly am, Dwayne. Yeah. Um, like I said, he said he would put together a set of some. Uh-huh. So, because he says the other normally sold individually, but they can they'll probably put a couple sets together, a set together at least, of yeah. different types. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's, that, that, that's a great idea. I mean, that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that we all do. You know, out of necessity, right? Yeah. Which I think is it's cool and pretty observant that they're. I mean, because I've heard a number of people talk about microsleeving their ATX leads and about how much of a pain in the ass that is. Well, ask Tony. Yeah, it's gonna say I'd ask Tony, but you know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. To be honest with you, I'd I'd still do the full cable, just because I want the backside to match the front side. I'm not into that microsleeving. To me, it's too, it makes it too look too bulky. I'm not for bulky. I want it to look sleek. It's a it's a tangled web we weave. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's it's definitely something I wouldn't do on every every build I do. Right. But with the right build and the right you know mm-hmm. the right components, you can make it look sweet. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But then not... again, you know, it's 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 all in the eyes of the beholder. Right. It's all capable. Everything is capable of being overdone and and forced into situations where it's not supposed to be. But I think for the person who doesn't have the tools to microsleeve but wants that same look, the fact that they've come out with an ATX, you know, a 24-pin you know, ATX adapter that's microsleeved. And seeing another problem that, that came to mind right off the bat, just as soon as I seen the picture of it, was the simple fact that you're going to have another 10 inches on your, on your wires. Mm-hmm. With the potential of failure, depending on the power supply you use and blah blah blah. But I mean, I've seen too many times where I've had a rig that's been running for a year, and 
not been giving me any problems, not you know, not having any issues whatsoever. Pull it down to clean it, and then notice that the ATX power connector started burning Ooh. on a few pins. And I'm like, you know, just something like that comes to mind. It's like, all right, you had another 10 inches with a connection on it. That potential is going to be there even more. Right, yeah. But, you know, the Corsair mod I just did, I ended up extending a couple of them cables, so... As you say, it's not. It's not like we're uh, when when we're modding. It's not like we're keeping in mind the physical or the electrical specifications that the thing right. is designed for. We're we're modifying it to do what we want it to do anyway. Yeah, you I mean, know, we we may change the connectors on. I mean, you know, put everything into a a barrel type of detachable connector and you know make it modular and. You know, it's just there's the number of connections that we add into stuff. I I think in my meager knowledge. Of power supplies, and and I I completely cave to you, Tony, because you've got a lot more experience with power supplies than I do. For us, it's not a big deal because you know we tear our shit down all the time. Uh-huh. You know, I I know my rigs come down at least once a month, at the at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And with the uh, the fact that I'm always pulling them apart, I, I always look at stuff like that. So I, I'm going to see a problem that starts before somebody else would. But you know, some Joe Blow that's doing this for the first time, he's going to build his rig and it's not going to get touched again for two years, then that's when I would have a concern. Right. Because, I mean, just the prolonged time. And it, it's hard. It's kind of like the other day when you caught me and, and told me you had a power supply go boom. Boy, did you I. Know? It's like, you know, it's a, it's a 50-50 <laughs> shot, but, you know, what caused it, who knows? Yeah. But then again, you know, you can go back to the, the olden days, back when I was a kid and wiring car stereos and sit there and watch wires burning, too. Mm-hmm. Because they're drawing too much power. It's like there's no reason it should be, you know, it shouldn't be drawing that much power to start with, but yet you can hook a wire up and watch it just incinerate. Right. Well, if you're drawing too much power on undersized wire, that's what happens. Yeah, but I, I'm talking in a situation where you're using their wire that's supplied at their spec. Do the web shit, and, you know. We catch all these videos. How many of you have seen the, the latest video from Cooler Master showing them starting a car with power supply? I've heard about it. I haven't watched it. They did one a while back, and they just did another one that I've seen on the web here recently. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're gonna, you're just tempting fate here. You're gonna have somebody take a power supply and go out and try to start the car, and they're not realizing what's being done. Right. And you know, they, in order to do it, they, of course, they've got to mutilate the cables on the power supply so they can get enough wires to handle the draw. Right. And they actually, in this video, they did actually state that, so that's a plus. The last one they did, the, the first one I seen, they didn't even bother excluding that fact. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that. That wasn't that um, extreme something, Cooler Master or whatever it was. Yeah. Crazy stuff you can do with their stuff. Yeah, but I can't remember. I just seen it the other day. I can't remember what the new one was. It's, I think it's for their Silent Pro M series. <laughs> But, you know, it's a matter if you if you know a little about it and, and actually think about it, you can figure out what you need to do to do it safely. I just, I don't know, for some reason, I, I see somebody going out in the backyard, popping the hood on the car, running an extension cord out and just trying it. <laughs> ah, we need a yellow and a black. Okay, that's enough. And then poof. <laughs> I, 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 damn it, my, my car won't start. It comes in and rips his PC apart, huh? <laughs> I got to go to work. I got to go to work. I don't know. I mean, uh, like the the Corsair mod, when I was talking to you, to you Jack and uh, Tom that day about it, 
I mean, the first thing I did when I done it is I whacked off half the wires coming out of the power supply that were fixed. And, you know, and I told Corsair when I, when they gave me the power supply, I said, all right, when you get this back, you ain't going to be able to use this in anything else but what I put it in. I said, I'm, I'm modifying the power supply, you know, in that manner. And, you know, and I even went as far as taking the, uh, big old chug of <laughs> crap they put on the end of the PCIe cables now. Uh huh. That's there to control the, EMI shielding and so forth. Mm-hmm. Are those chokes or are those? Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's they don't really do shit. They say they do, but we've not been able to prove it. Jeremy, the guy that does the testing for us on Johnny Guru, you know, that was the first thing I asked him. So, all right, what do you think? Think I should cut it off or not? That don't matter either way. So, well, you know, they say it's supposed to blah blah blah. It's, nah, I don't think so. Was that supposed to help the cleaner? Uh, interference, right? Reducing yeah, interference, yeah. cleaner power. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, you can remember, but how even what? Five years ago, when you buy a PC case, you'd, you'd find a magnet wrapped around the uh, front panel wires laying mm-hmm. in the case. You know, that was common, but you don't see it anymore. Right. They'll ship it so that you can so that you can wrap the wires yourself. But I actually, out of the probably the last five or six cases I've gotten, I've, I haven't had one. Yeah. I've only, you know, I've only had actually, it in one or two. But uh, back in the olden days, you know, they used to come in everything. And that's pretty much the same aspect. That's, that's what you're doing. And then, you know, I cut it off because I didn't want the bulky-ass black thing hanging on the end of the wire in the, in the picture. <laughs> so snip and put the wires back on. You know, it's all just a matter of, you know, we do things because we're going for looks more so than functionality. Oh, we're just what so is this? We're so vain, aren't we? It's just aesthetics. Yeah. That's, just, that's what it is. We're just vain. It's all about aesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look good. Mm-hmm. That we do. Yeah, I just woke up. Did you? Yeah, you're no, pretty, you're pretty been quiet. Listening. You've been pretty quiet. Well, y'all are talking about the power supplies. I, you know, I'm... Eh, you're kinda, right. I don't do the power supplies. Okay. See, I, I, I still like the little, you know, X-blade I got, too, so... Well, I still got one around here somewhere that's been fried. If you want to see what they what they're like on the innards. Well, mine's got a window in it. I can see it running. Yeah, mine's got a window in it too, and you couldn't tell it until you pull a board out of it. Mine's got oh. a skylight in it now, where it blew everything out of it. Hey, <laughs> 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 this thing's been sitting on the wife's computer just to running its little heart out. See, I, I've not been lucky enough to have one pop on me. I mean, I've had bad ones, you know, have some quit, but none of them ever go out with a bang. I've had graceful failures all of my life. That's the first <laughs> interactive <laughs> multimedia event I've ever had. On a, you on actually a, heard I, that one go to, didn't you? You said it woke you up? Yeah, 1230 at night, 1230 in the morning. My wife and I were asleep. Sounded like a kid running through the house with a balloon with the neck stretched on. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another thing that fits right into my rule of thumb. I never leave a computer running unless it's doing something. Well, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't something. It was mine, folding. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. You do fold a lot, don't you? I mine was. Does, mine doesn't turn off unless the power supply does fail. Yeah. Well, you know, in the past, my past failures have been just a, and it quit working. Yeah. But don't you, you know, love that wonderful are. aroma that it leaves behind? Dude, this was disgusting. <laughs> This was rancid. I mean, it was. I mean, I can handle ozone smell. This was just. Oh, yeah. this was out. This was otherworldly. This was like you know, Vicks armpits. I mean. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. And that, that August heat. Oh. The, the high humidity. Well, it's not too bad today. Mm. Oh, it's not August yet. Never mind. Oh, that was just gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've had that happen. Go go out to get something or go shopping or something. You come back and you open the door up and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been making cookies? <laughs> It's like, oh, we didn't fry the CPU with a motherboard. <laughs> that was me. I was real worried about that. I just kind of went through selectively powering things up. Okay, yeah. the drives initialized. Yeah, all right. Well, how about the how about all the fans? Okay, that's good. All right. Well, how about the, how about the pumps? The pumps go. Yeah, okay, the pumps are still spinning. That's good. All right, all the fans. Well, let's see what's going on with the motherboard. <laughs> wincing as I plug everything in and I hit the power. I'm like, God, please, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's a good thing about today's power supply is with, if, if the protections work, you shouldn't have to worry about anything else going boom with it. Well, they worked. I, yeah, I was uh, fully impressed. I thought I was going to have to accelerate the integration of that Intel hardware that I got from Asus. <laughs> yeah, have, have you actually had that thing up and running to where you can play with it? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, how, how bad's it dwarf your AMDs? Uh, well, it's it's kind of difficult to say how badly the Intel solution pops the AMDs because I'm booting off of an SSD. I mean, it's everything snaps, everything snaps. So I mean, it's but it's it's uh, the difference between the hardware that I got from ASUS and what I'm running right now is night and day. It's, you know, you know, I'm booting Vista Ultimate. I don't have Windows 7 over here yet. And, uh, you know, as I'm booting Vista Ultimate, it's like, you know, two shakes of the, of the status bar. And then also I'm coming up to my, my desktop. Yeah. And, you know, on my machine right now, which I'm running on an 80 gig, uh, Western Digital Raptor. And it, you know, it takes, you know, four or five, sometimes six passes of the status bar. And mm-hmm. then things start, things start to, you know, oh, okay, well, okay, here's your login prompt. That thing there, you know, it's like, you know, BIOS, Windows Vista, desktop. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to monkey with this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I was telling Dwayne the other night, I, I did some video encoding and I just, I don't know, the wife went to bed, so I, I couldn't go back in the room and, and re-encode on it. On my Intel rig in there, so I just threw it over on my AM2 rig that the wife and kid uses. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, man, I like to die. It took me like four or five times longer on the AM2 than the Intel Core two. Oh wow! It's like oh man. Yeah. And the only reason I mean the i7 I got Windows 7 on it, and of course it doesn't have Windows Movie Maker. It's got you got to use Windows Live Movie Maker with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the habit of using Windows Movie Maker, so it's still the AM2 rig still got it. Vista on it, so. But damn, I still think I'm gonna build a one of the new. Well, I just these. yeah, I built a the uh, Phenom. I forget which one it was. I'll have to look it back up. I just built a rig for one of the guys on the team, and you know it's running the new. I think it's a 955 Phenom, and it definitely it didn't impress me by any means. Really. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, I could definitely tell I was on an AMD. Let me put it that way. Sure, it just wasn't prejudiced? No, man. Fresh install, it just, <laughs> no, it just wasn't there, buddy. 
and I'm not cracking on the. I used to be an AMD guy, but mm-hmm. you know, ever since I bought my first, Dwayne talked me into buying an Intel. And ever since then, oh, man, yeah, it's yeah. just blame me, blame me. Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> no, I mean you guys. Yeah. It was yeah. all our AMD sponsors. Thanks, Tony. Mm. I'm not. I'm not trying to bag on AMD at all. No. It's just it just they. I don't know. It's just not there. Well, I mean, not a good cheap it. rig, yeah, sure, build AMD because you can go a lot cheaper and and get a pretty good bang for your buck. But I don't know. I just know how picky you are. I mean, you know. I mean, well, I look at the cases. Look at Vic, the cases. Vic can verify this. I've actually I took my Intel i7 920 with a 295 in it and was benchmarking against one of our other buddies on the team that was running a uh, the AMD Phenom 2. And let's see, he was running eight gigs of memory, he had two two ninety fives, and it just how long did that last before we finally quit benching each other or going against each other on benchmarks? I don't know. I mean the, it the was guy a little bit. Yeah, the guy actually had to go spend some money to get his AMD rigged out due to my I seven. Everybody did it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say how much it cost him to do it though. Doesn't matter the cost. <laughs> and you know, and I, I'm playing. I'm playing handicap already. I was only using one two ninety five. He was using two. It ain't the race. It's just who wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in to the ModersInc.com podcast. The fourteenth one, I think, was a little bit more informative about some of the technology we've got coming out right now. Uh, we were joined on the call tonight with Vic. Catch you later. Tony. Adios. Dwayne. Thanks for listening. And Craig right here. Uh, if you have any computer enthusiast questions, modding, how-tos, you need to see some videos, come on out to moddersinc.com. We've got lots of information for you. And if you want to see some uh, great technical videos, you can always go out to youtube.com forward slash moddersinc, and you can see some of our video uploads of some of the things that we've seen that might make a bit more sense if you see them. So until next time, Vic, take us out. Biden ain't it cool. <laughs> <laughs>